Look, I got a testimony. I got to tell him what God did. I'm calling God the homie. He took me out of the mosh pit. I will contest the phonies. Separate demons and God's kids. I got to spread his word, so I'm going to show you who the God is. The word is my weapon. I move like a general. Hello everybody and welcome to today's welcome to today's episode of Walk With Me. I got a little tongue-tied there. I'm your host, JJ, and it's been a great time. We've had a great time. I was in the Junction City, Kansas last week, and I was speaking to several pastors there, and we had a good old time. Uh, and I actually did an interview with one. I wanted to have that episode done today, but because uh, not that technically savvy, I suppose... I'm going to have to put that off, but it's fine because I got a question while I was away. And this question is it's sort of urgent. It got, you know, the only thing I could think of is that God really wanted this question answered today. So the other um, the interview that's done, it's still got to be processed and get it ready. But, you know, God brought this question to my attention. So it's got to be done today. And God tells you to do something, you do it. Um, I'm learning this maybe a little bit the hard way, but uh, that's just how it has to be. Um, and so we were in Juncture City having a good time. And, uh, but one of the questions, the question that came to me. Uh, and again, just like if you have any other questions, uh, make sure you send the question to walkwithmebiblestudy at gmail.com. Walk with me. Bible study at gmail.com. I will always endeavor. The, my default will always be to make the questions anonymous because everybody, uh, you know, likes to have their privacy. I like to have my privacy. So um, I try to respect everyone else's privacy. So if you if you want to be identified in the question, then just put your name in the subject line uh, or something like that. Yeah. Name in the subject line. If I don't see your name in the subject line, I'm going to assume it's an anonymous question, and that's fine. Yes, I know your email address. I don't, that doesn't bother me. But I will still assume that this is an, a private question, a, an anonymous question, so to speak. So the question that came, and I think this is, this is not an unusual question. You know, I hate to use the, the double negative. But this is a quite common question that a lot of people have whether they are living for God or whether they're not living for God or just trying to find a way in the world, a lot of people seem to think and seem to think that they're just one of many or not even one of many, just like um, an air molecule and, you know, and, and just insignificant. A lot of people feel this way and a lot of people think that God doesn't see them or doesn't know them or, or doesn't care about them. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, the Bible has many different uh, verses where it, it speaks to seemingly insignificant people. And now, because God spoke to them, they are significant. But that does not mean that you are insignificant as well. And we're going to go through a lot of different verses of Scripture where it talks about how God knows who you are. God knows who I am. And even though some of these scriptures would be something like, well, you can't get away with that thing that you're doing, that bad thing that you're doing. This also goes to the fact that you are not getting away with the good thing that you're doing. Because God is not just some 
evil monarch with a box of lightning bolts sitting at the side of his chair waiting to strike you down. It's, that's just not how it is. Everybody does get, you know, rewards or whether what they do, whether that's good or bad. But I don't want to have you think that uh, that just because you're sort of a regular person, a quote unquote nobody in the world, that you are in fact a nobody to God. So we have a couple of rules here. And you know, the, if you've been listening more than one or two episodes, you know the rule. I'm going to give out a bunch of scriptures because of, just for the sake of time. And I want you to keep these scriptures um, written down. But here's the thing. Read a verse or two above or a verse or two below, but preferably the whole chapter. Why is that? Because I can take a scripture out of context and say just about anything. And I've seen people do it. But you got to make sure that the scripture is in context and saying exactly what we want to talk about. Or saying exactly what the Bible intends to talk about and intends to us. So, first thing we're going to do is go to Psalms 139. Now, the reason why Psalms 139 is important is because basically David is handling this, um, this subject in a very detailed way. And this is not the first time or last time it's going to come up, but it's important that we know that this is what you know David is talking about. And, and songs are basically a song from like a song of worship to God from David. Now it start off right off in verse one. O Lord, thou hast searched me and known me. Thou knowest my down sitting and my uprising and understandest my thought afar off. So basically, you know when I'm sitting down, you know when I'm getting up out of the bed, you understanding you understand my thoughts even before I even comprehend them. And so, and this is David saying this, and, and let's for the station, uh, station identification here, let's understand that David wasn't perfect. David was chosen of God. David was a man after God's own heart, but David had issues. David did issue. He did a lot of crazy things, and he sinned, and he sinned big. And his sin even caused the kingdom of Israel a lot of trouble. So don't think out there that you're, you have to be a David, a king or something to be, you know, to take to be noticed by God. It doesn't mean that you have to be of some great stature because God picked David out when he was just a little shepherd boy. And in Israel at the time, shepherd boy was one of kind of the lowest. It was kind of like the street sweeper or the, the I don't know, I don't want to use the word janitor to offend janitors out there, but those are usually the people who are unseen, who are not seen. The shepherds. Okay? But God saw him and picked him. And if you read down through Psalms 139, it talks a lot about what God knew what David was doing. God had a hand on him. God knew everything about him. You know, how can he hide from God? In verse, like in verse 7, Whither shall I go from thy spirit, or whither shall I flee from thy presence? If I go to heaven, you're there. If I sleep in hell, you're there too. So it's you can't get away from that. You can't get away from God. And because you, because people like to use this as sort of a like a pejorative, 
so to speak it sort of keeps you from thinking about it in the positive sense too because even if you are just you call yourself a nobody you consider yourself just a regular person you're somebody to God Jeremiah 1 oh my gosh what's the what's that good for Jeremiah 1 and I believe it is can't remember offhand but jeremiah 1 is it was talked god was talking to jeremiah and he said before you were formed in the womb i knew you right right he said before you were formed in the womb i knew you and i believe that's we was talking about uh, jeremiah 1 and 1 through 19 i believe it's several verses but the the key verse here was in verse 19 before I formed before I formed you in the womb that's right before I formed you in the womb I knew you and before you were born I consecrated you I appointed you a prophet to the nations this is before Jeremiah even knew who he was before Jeremiah even knew that he existed God knew him and yes you might say well Jeremiah was a prophet I'm a nobody you don't understand this is a lie the devil is telling you that you're a nobody but the mere fact that you're not living up to your godly expectations doesn't mean that you're a nobody it only means that you there you have untapped potential god created each and every one of us for a reason now that's not to say you or i or anybody else is not going to do something crazy that you or I are not going to do good things or bad things. That's not the point. The fact that the point is that we are all here for a reason. We are a soul to God. That's it. We are a soul. We don't have to worry about being good looking or tall or short or ugly or this skin shade or that skin shade. We are important to God because of our soul. And God formed us in the womb. He knew each and every one of us. Now, I get it. You're probably saying to yourself, well, what if I was formed as a result of God still formed you in the womb? There's no amount of caveat that can take care of that, that can eliminate that, that can change that. God knew you before you were formed in the womb. And, and while this comes with some pretty heavy implications, I understand that. But I'm not God. All I can think of, only thing I can tell you is that this is what God said. That before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. And no matter where you go, I know where you are and I know what you're doing. And the reason why you're listening to this, the reason why you sent this question is because God knew you were feeling this way. And that's the only reason why I was able to notice the question. I mean, there's a lot of questions, I, you know. And the reason why I couldn't post the interview today was because I had to deal with this question. Because God told me to deal with this question. Because you were having that feeling. You see how this works? Now, I'm not saying that I'm anyone special. Please don't get that misunderstood. I'm When I when I say I'm a nobody, that means I'm, I'm just a little, I'm a little cog in a huge wheel. But God loves these little cogs. God loves you. God needs you. God wants you to worship him. 
And you know, sometimes you get in these low places. God is already reaching out to you saying, man, I got a better life for you. Or, man, you don't have to live like that. And I can show you a better life. I can provide you a better life. You just got to trust me with it. Yeah, I know. It's hard. Especially if you've been living, just judging by some of the stuff you said in the email, you've been living a hard life. And you're not the only one. Now, I get it. Those kind of uh, things like you're not the only one or I understand what you're going through, those things don't really help you. I totally understand that because it wouldn't help me. But the issue is, God created each and every one of us for a reason. In in Revelation, you know, and everybody loves to preach out of Revelation, but Revelation 2 and 9, God says stuff like, I know your tribulation and your poverty. And in 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 in, uh, Brindis, he says something like, but you're rich. Well, why would he say that? Because even in your tribulation and your poverty, the, the low part that you are in, you are wealthy because God is still with you because God knows you. You see what I'm saying? In, in Psalm 87, uh, you know, Korah is singing and he's standing on, he's standing on the uh, mountain there and he's singing, the Lord loves the gates of Zion more than all the dwelling places of Jacob. This one and that one were born in her. And he's literally pointing out people who were just born, who just happened to be born. So understand, you are not a nobody. I cannot say that enough. You are not a nobody. You are somebody. Even if even if in the hustle and bustle and, and, and things of that nature, people might ignore you. People may not revere you the way you want to be revered. That's a completely different story. But it's not like you're a nobody. Because God made you. God made me. God even made people that we may not like very much. But that's okay. Because it's not our job to like them. And it's not our job to make people like us. That's just... I I know it, it sounds counterintuitive. Our job is only to love them. Love them anyway. Love them in spite of. Love them just because God made them. Love them because God made you. And and I hope I, I didn't reveal too much in your question. But it's important to understand that we... How do I say this without being... Uh, revealing too much it's the the thing that you're thinking of won't solve anything but the the spirit behind the feeling that you are expressing right now is not helpful you understand thinking that is not going to make you be somebody Thinking that you're nobody is not going to help you be somebody. There's the thought I'm trying to get out. Thinking that you're nobody is not going to help you be somebody. You can either be content in, in the life that you have. You can either be content in the fact that God loves you. 
or you can you can ask God what is his will of God will for you ask God what is his will for you and then once you get that answer um, and the first thing he's going to want to make sure you do is make sure you get your sin problem and get reborn once you get that done everything else everything else is cakewalk everything else is cakewalk it's because God sees you where you are right now. Perhaps, you know, a lot of people who get born again, and I'm going to say your name right there, but a lot of people who get born again are born again in the lowest part of their lives. I, I mean, myself, I can tell you that I was almost homeless again when I got born again. I was literally living in somebody's shack as a, as a, form of charity when I got born. And not to say that just because, you know, that rich people can't get born again, but people sometimes God bring you to the lowest parts to take stock. Maybe this is where you are right now. Maybe you're taking stock of everything that you've done and everything that you failed at. And maybe the idea that you are saying that you're nobody Maybe you should be changing that to I'm nobody without God. Just a, just a thought. Just a thought because there are too many Bible scriptures in here that I haven't even touched yet that suggest that God loves each and every one of us. Even those ones of us who don't love him back. And if he could love people who literally despise him, then he could love you. There's nothing, you can't do anything to to get yourself out of that position of God loving you. Now, I'm not saying that just because he loves you, everything's cool. Please understand, still got to get that sin problem taken care of. You and I, we got to get, you got to get that sin problem taken care of. No one special, no respecter of persons. God, the Bible says, God is no respecter of persons, which means he's going to treat a little person like he treats the big person the famous person like the, the quote unquote nobody it's not a sin to be a nobody otherwise the Bible wouldn't say stuff like that the, the sin comes in when you feel as if you are worthless to God and that's where I, I got that in the question and if I'm wrong you can you can text me and, or email me and let me know that I'm wrong but that is not to say, that is not to say, just because you're no, you're a small person or you're you're just a person in a face in the crowd, that doesn't mean that you're worthless to God. Okay? I hope I answered your question. And if I did, I'm you know, if I did, great. If I didn't, follow it up. Follow it up and, and let me know where where I missed it. Okay? But when I, I really would like you to read Psalms 139 every day, at least for like a week. The Psalms 139, remember now, David is doing one of his lowest spots in his life. Kind of about where you are. And there's nothing, there's nothing like getting some encouragement. And, and really... You, you know, I, you probably, 
you should really talk to your pastor about and I, I do appreciate you coming and bringing the question to the program. I do, and to me, I do. I really do. Um, but I, it's one of those things where, in addition to praying, you should probably talk to your pastor. Now, if you go to one of these places where the pastor really doesn't have time for you like that, that's, that's a different issue. That's a different issue. I've, I've seen places like that. Uh, you know, the pastor doesn't really have time for you or, you know, or, let me let me rephrase that. The pastor's really super busy, and you you don't really feel like you want to take up his time because if you feel like this, you probably feel like if you're going to sit in front of the pastor to talk to him, you probably feel like it's not even worth his time. And I, without knowing your pastor or who he is, I I can probably give you a sixty percent probability that this is not the case. Otherwise, he wouldn't be a pastor because. That takes a lot of love and care. Even if, no matter what they're preaching, it, it really means that they're, well, let me rephrase that. Yeah, most of the case, most of the time, you know, they, they're, for, they're there for their parishioners. And if your pastor does not, then, and I have to say, you might want to start looking for a different attempt. But that's not my place to say. I should, maybe I should strike that program. No, I'll leave it in there. But I really feel as if you should talk to your pastor about that. Uh, pray about it. Talk to God about it. Read Psalms 139, uh, first chapter of Jeremiah. Uh, maybe even Psalms 87. Um, maybe um, Nahum 1 and 7 or 1 and 8, somewhere in that range. Uh, and... And First John, First John three, uh, I believe it's nineteen. For, the, for by this we shall know that we are of truth and reassure our heart before Him. Um, basically, we reassure our heart before Him. So, I hope this helps. Like I said, if you have any follow up, go ahead and and email me. I'll be more than happy to answer the question. Otherwise, anyone else listening to this program, make sure you stop and talk to somebody today. Tell them hi. You haven't spoken to a family member, call them, tell them you love them. You know, you just may, you you just may be giving them a boost. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, again, thank you so much for joining us. Um, I didn't do any housekeeping earlier. Uh, make sure you visit uh, Squizzle Creations on TikTok, and uh, make sure you uh, check out Templar Chronicles One New Players on Amazon. It's still 4.7 stars. Uh, and by the way, if you like this program, make sure you share it. Let somebody else know about it. All right. I'm going to get out of here and try to get this uh, interview formatted correctly and work on it for, ne- for a special episode for the next episode. In the meantime, God bless you all. Take care. Everything I've been do, give me a reason. I got this fellow words of a genius. Everybody needs to know who the leader. See, I do it for Jesus. Jesus. Everything I've been do, give me a reason.